Trading Services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 578. I'm Adam and blah, 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 blah. And here, yes, you will be surprised to hear, is Debbie Melrose. It's smaller on the outside. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And Mary Lang. Oh, hello, Rusty. Yeah, I was thinking of using that one, but I decided not to bother with any quotes this week. And <laughs> Burby Cartless, Cartlett Get Cross Sloan. Oh, hang on, that's wrong. Burby, no, no, sorry, I'll try that again. Kirby Bartlett Get Cross Sloan. There we go. Fantastic idea for a movie. Terrible idea for a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> just makes, that one cracks me up. Every no, time. Merry Christmas, everybody. Last show of the year. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And uh, we have talk, uh, to talk about. What did Don't you, you dare bar humbug. <laughs> we have stuff coming through on the live feed, which is Lillian Robbins saying hi, Terry Miles saying hi. hello, everybody. Well, here it is, Mary. And oh, no, that's a different song, isn't it? Um, and then, ooh, look, we fell. Oh, ooh, do apologise. We fell over. I had to beat my dinner really quickly so as I could do the show on time. Uh, Terry Miles, check the vid feed, Adam. Yeah, I am. I can see myself. Hello. Um... Lily Robin, I'm not criticising. Not criticising what? Uh, and then, y'all are funny. That sounds like that uh, Britney Spears' sister. If I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. She sorts a bit like that. Uh, yeah. Which I unfortunately missed every episode of. Thank uh, you. Don't get it, <laughs> there we go. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, the, the giggle. Uh, uh, just talking about it, Kirby. Understand that a bit? No yes. synopsis. We're going to talk about it. Um, also, Debbie's going to say what she thought the two previous specials, which she couldn't be bothered to show yeah, up for. Yeah, where have Debbie? you been? <laughs> I've been ill and doing family stuff. Sorry. Like, actually, you know, the, the quote I almost used was, where the hell have you been? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been busy. This time of year gets a bit hectic for me. No, doesn't. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't it's everybody's birthday. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, it's your birthday too, wasn't it? Oh, bless. No, it's my birthday next week. Yes, I'm saying, well, we won't be on for that. That's so why I'm doing yeah. it now. Anyway, so what did you think of the first two specials? And I don't mean um, Terry Hall and one of the other members of the band that uh, may or may not be. <laughs> oh, well, I quite like the original specials, but, you know. Um, well, uh watched both of them with Tom and Isla, and I've watched them again since, obviously. And unfortunately, I am one of those fans that got absolutely caught up in the joy of having Dr. Donna back together again. And... Uh, yeah, I, I get. I, I've seen so much discussion on the forums, the pros, cons, the people's likes, dislikes, and things like that. And I'm pretty damn sure I was here for for the review of the first one. But um, were you? The meep, yeah. I can't remember that bit. Sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I always love. I'm a sucker for a cuddly turning evil. I mean, Gremlins is one of my favourite. Oh, movies. sorry. I thought you were talking about me for a minute there. Sorry. <laughs> cuddly turning evil always always a sucker for that but um i've i've i really yeah I've, I've a lot of love for the first one i'm pretty damn sure i reviewed that one with you guys I'm oh, pretty sure anybody I did that. can anybody remember debbie talking about the first one uh, uh what when did we record that one a while back about four weeks yeah. ago about three weeks ago yeah, three, three, four, three, four weeks, weeks ago uh so uh, yeah because mary was at um Chicago Tardis, weren't you, Mary? Didn't we review yes, Time of the Doctor? And, uh, Time of the Doctor shows uh, Debbie was on. Therefore, yep. you did talk about it. Yep. 
So I'll See? talk about. Um, I have a lot of love for that one, and Miriam Margulies is an evil person. Is the Meep's voice was hilarious, and I talked quite long and hard about the music in that and uh, the. Um... Yeah, right. We don't have to talk about it again. Talk about the no, one you okay, weren't here so for. Okay, so I will talk about. What do we call that? Oh, he's grumpy. No, you're grumpy, Gerby. What's the next one called? Um, the next one. Are we doing? We're not doing the giggle. The next one was called. Um, uh, oh, oh God, Blue Yonder. That was Blue Yonder. <laughs> The captain, when you reveal the equine captain, made me think of the Aston Gares from Sophie Aldred's book. So that was quite a nice tie-in. What, in Blue Blue Yonder? I loved the special effects in this one, the actual physical special effects rather than CGI special effects, because obviously the the behind-the-scenes thing happened afterwards. With the long... It's become quite a family family line at the moment, which is quite creepy when your daughter comes in and says, my arms are too long. (laughs) (laughs) I really loved the the fact that it was a two-hand with just the both of them against themselves. And out of the three specials we've had, I think this was one of, this was the strongest one because you don't need big bads and things like that except for themselves. And I like, I like it when you've, forced to fit and he did have a very midnight feel about it this one and i i love that one so it, it's great to sort of hit back on different styles that russell t davis used throughout his tenure yeah. in three episodes because they have very di- each three one one after the other after the other have very distinctive styles that he utilized throughout his tenure and it's quite nice to sort of pick and pick and pick and the music fantastic but my main bugbear with this one and I got from very, very quickly that the robot was going to probably press a button or open a door or something. I got that very quickly. But it just didn't, it felt like a bit of a a pointless thing, you know, having that long corridor. It just it just didn't feel like we were, it was moving the story along the way they, they wanted it to. So I, even though I think this is my favourite one of the three, so, you know, three specials, I still felt it kind of lagged every now and then, especially when we just hit back to the to the robot just moving one step. And it seemed to just completely stop the action and reset it. And that was a thing that happened a lot in um, Chibnall's era. So, but other than that, I just, I'm, I'm fangirling like an idiot these days. Splendid. Yeah? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember if I mentioned this two weeks ago or not, but uh, yeah, that, that one looked really good, but... It had one major flaw. Only one. Well, no. Oh, I love that one, but that it had one major flaw in that uh, it had no point. The TARDIS shouldn't have taken them there because they weren't needed. It's a Raiders of the Lost Ark situation mm-hmm. where what happened would have happened without the Doctor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, totally get it. And in Raiders, Indy doesn't need to be the, in Raiders at all. No, he doesn't at all. No, no I hate that as being pointed out. Because they still would have opened it and still would have died. I get yeah. that. <laughs> no. no, I do get that, but it's it's fun to, to have had someone actually witness it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and I agree that Dr. Donna and that against the Dr. and Donna was fantastic. So. Just, I thought it was brilliant, and you could see, you know, with all the visual effects that they were actually acting next to each other with the actual visual effects, not having to just go, oh, we're playing against green screen, let's imagine this. 
I thought that was brilliant because like with the Meep, the Meep wasn't CGI most of the time. And, and you know, I prefer that. And Isla and I, we were watching, what were we watching? Oh, something from my childhood. I can't remember. We've been watching loads of stuff. It's Christmas, you know, loads of people around. And it, it's all animatronics, puppets and small models. And with like barely any computer, Ghostbusters, barely any computer generation and things like that. You know, it's all puppetry. And, and I was trying to explain to Isla about it, you know, because you hear like in Lord of the Rings in one of the outtakes and all the hobbits, um, Ian McKellen bemoaning the fact he didn't sign up to act like this, where he's just sat on his own in front of green screen. And it was like, yeah, this is pre-acting against the green wall, and Isla just didn't co quite comprehend it. So having having all these props and things, it's like, it's, like, it's like being on stage. And I was like, that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to, trying to sort of help her work that out was, was quite interesting. It's only a model. It's only a model. But yeah, um... <laughs> She has really enjoyed these, and obviously we'll talk about, uh, you know, the, the giggle. giggle. And, uh, yeah, she was absolutely terrified in this one. I mean, proper terrified. So, so anyway, yeah. let's move on to the giggle then, shall we? <laughs> Let somebody else talk. <laughs> okay, right. So, uh, I'm not going to say no synopsis, but I, I'm going to take... Oh, my, my, my air freshener just shot off just at the moment. It's made me jump. Um, yeah, so... What did you shot off? Was it obviously was very, very, very exciting. Very exciting, <laughs> again, for a brand new Doctor Who and sit down on Saturday night and um, yeah, just sort of uh, twitch lights off and um, see uh, Tennant and Tate I, I doing their so thing. That was a bit, obviously, at the beginning of the episode when things started kicking off. It was quite sad to see um, that... Uh, Grant Wilf had grown his hair quite a lot. Um, yeah, Bake uh, Wilf suddenly had long hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I but, didn't notice. Yeah, yeah if you um, pause it, it's not him at all. <laughs> and I, I do like um, the bloke from the Smurfs films. Uh, his, uh, his, it does nail <laughs> Sinister really good. And the, obviously the opening scenes and the shot where uh, the, the, he, obviously the matey disappears. And, um, and then obviously the Doctor's Some in in, in present that, day. Um, some hmm. people didn't think the guy in the top hat and tails was the same guy. It was a bit odd. I know that was. I was weird. like, it's definitely him. And yeah. people were like, who is it? Who is it? It's like definitely him. Same guy who's through it. Hmm. <laughs> and and we we've been seeing that scene for a year. And oh, then yeah. people were yeah. like, yeah. no, that's not him, just because he favoured his um, German look, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so um, so he's um, and obviously the. The fact that we come to present day and after all this, the shenanigans we see with the Doctor and Donna and uh, uh, Unit and meeting Mel again, which was really quite exciting. I, I do love that the way wonderful. that that, that um, Bonnie Langford's played Mel as the mature Mel, but it's still Mel, you know, because obviously when we last had Mel, she was young, squealy. And I don't remember her squealing at all during this yeah, episode. Yeah, she didn't scream at all. But, um, yeah, she didn't, no. But I do like this version of Mel uh, she's obviously I like how she hitched a lift with yeah. like a, a teaser almost yeah. From, yeah. I, I get and also going. very subtle acting because she's she still ha had the nuances that makes her Mel rather than Bonnie Langford um, those, of us who, those of us who've been listening to her on Big Finish, yeah. this has been like no change at all. This is how she's been all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it, it was lovely to see her there. I, I love the fact that Kate Stewart is now Kate, Kate Lethbridge Stewart as well. So they've finally gone whole. You know, they might as well do because that's what she's there for. She's the Brigadier's representative in the unit. Um, 
I love the new unit uniforms. I love the feel of unit, the sort of big thing. I know it's obviously not as secret as it's supposed to be anymore, but if I, if I go back to the original unit days, it's supposed to be secret, but they were women all over the place, um, <laughs> battling <laughs> aliens and whatnot. Of, the the doctor does say something about that. Yeah. But, um, of course, they end up going into um, the, the, um, the toy maker's sort of weird... Um, Mindscape house, I suppose you call it, with lots of creepy yeah. dolls and creepy corridors and um, stuff going on. Uh, it, just and of course, there's, there's a duplicate doctor in there as well, on the, on a, a doll's head, isn't it? Uh, and the the bloke from the shop that was kidnapped, just his head on a doll as well. Uh, really, really sort of cleverly done and and uh, toy makerish. And obviously, I think that maybe people that are modern Doctor Who fans have never seen. As we have, you know, the Celestial Toymaker and, and um, been able to appreciate Doctor Who's innovative, innovativity going from a, you know, maybe a, a Dalek episode to a, a shrunk down to a tiny, tiny thing episode to a completely off the wall fantasy thing like this. Um, it, it's just great that, that they They've been able to bring it back in a way that it's modern, but it's still the toy maker. It's still what the to- the, the danger the toy maker can be, um, and it was it was fantastic to to pit Tenant's Doctor up against this toy maker. I hope it's not the end of this toy maker. To be fair, because uh, I, I really really did. Enjoy. I, know, I think it's basically just a, a jump link to the new master. To be fair, but uh, yeah. it was fab. And uh, oh, there's been people moaning about the, the Spice Girls dancing. That was just absolutely brilliant. And they've done yeah, it in a lot of. Nothing uh, wrong with that. No, but some people have been moaning about it, Kobe. But they've done that in a lot of um, sort of sort of sci-fi type uh, fantastical uh, sort of things well, now not like umbrella, Girls, yeah, but yeah. umbrella <laughs> academy and things like that so i've done it in other things uh, and there's uh, but there's been a musical episodes of various different things oh, anyway I'm not, I'm not i'm not saying i like them but star trek i think star trek next uh, strange new worlds there was a musical episode so i, I haven't got a problem with it i think i think it was fab i love that that scene completely i love that all these things changing into things and bouncing around and there's a, a scene in which one of the unit soldiers gets two of them don't they they get killed and the, they're wondering if the soldiers are dead and, and the doctor says oh they're dead so, so, sorry so sorry just so he, he gets that catchphrase in before he goes um, yeah. um and of course um the by generation which is the other sort of thing that's been uh, being a bit uh, what's the word for it controversial now people are using, um, using that as an explanation as to how Tom Baker could become the curator and things uh, like that maybe so. well they said it's the, yeah. first, it's the only time it's happened but I must say about this bi-generation thing right they said it's it's first time it's ever happened um, when the Doctor originally oh, regenerated that's the first time it ever happened it was a way of renewing the series and making it just extending it and being you know, original, and I haven't got a problem with it. I, 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 I thought I was a bit frustrated, but it was so great to watch. Okay, what am I going to throw away this up? I go, oh, my old traditional Doctor Who head, or something new, something exciting that I'm, I'm, I'm getting really excited about sitting there watching it. And I thought, well, that's what TV is about, isn't it? You've got to sit there, enjoy it for the moment, and if you get that enjoyment, and you think about it too much afterwards, like we do with Doctor Who, then you might start thinking, oh, it's a bit stupid. But no, I didn't. I thought it was great. It was lovely to see the new Doctor be able to interact with the old Doctor there and then, rather than waiting for a multi-Doctor episode to come up in the future. 
um, and to get a, a taste of uh, Shooty's version of the Doctor as well. Well, also, and only the Doctor could tell the Doctor to calm down and just sit out yeah. for a bit. Uh, it was yeah. beautifully acted, beautifully done. Uh, it was a bit silly. Well, c- pull. I thought he was going to fart when he said, "Well, can you pull?" When he was, you know, it's going to be a <laughs> noise, <laughs> you know. Um, but obviously, if uh, anybody with eagle eye will notice that one hand was black, one hand was white, and obviously pull and pull and fart. But it was there was an element of, of silliness about it. But it was a toy maker episode, for goodness sake. There's uh, and there was I've heard people moaning about the. Uh, the toy maker's hammer knocking another TARDIS through from the other one. Again, it's a toy maker episode, and I always thought that when they did the original, um, the normal reg- laws do not apply in no. a toy maker episode. But there was no a talk that the William Hartnell was going to be leaving Doctor Who in the toy maker episode, and they were just going to change it. The toy maker was going to change his face, or, or something like that. So it's quite possible, you know, they could have uh, gone down that route. But at the end of the day, uh, it, it's um, it it's the to producers of Doctor Who trying to renew it to, to bring it on for another potential 10 years of, of success uh, and they've got to try it even if it doesn't work um, so for, for me personally uh, because of that amazing surprise because I didn't expect this you know, this thing with the, 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 the two splitting out you know, yeah. um, they were just talking it's going to be regeneration we saw that little hint of a regeneration didn't we and then it it was it was so well done, and I, I'm I love surprises. I hope Kirby hates them, but I love surprises in Doctor Who, and this was a big surprise. Loved it. Why, why are you, you putting words in my mouth? Because I, I know you like you like, you like your spoilers, don't you, Kirby? Um, so that, I liked well, it. When you get around to talking, letting us talk about things, I'll I'll comment about. Am I that. not allowed to talk? Oh, sorry, I thought I was allowed to say something. I'll move over to, to Debbie. What did you think? <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely excited to see Shooty in this. Absolutely excited. He's a phenomenal actor um, in everything I've seen him in and just really been looking forward to what he's going to bring. And obviously they come come straight into the um, ball game. And I like the use of that because I was like, really? That's like one of the first games? It's like, absolutely. Throw one thing at someone, someone's yeah. throw it back. Oh, yeah. look, game of catch, you know. Absolutely. And... Um, so I like that, but going back to all the puppets and things, I'd completely forgotten that my daughter will not watch things like Labyrinth and Dark Crystal for, uh, for big reasons. Yes. And she did so well Aww. until we got to the bit with the puppet talking. I think it was when the Toy Masters actually like looming across the top of the building and the roof's off and he's puppeteering the guy who bought the original puppet yeah. for the, the giggle. That's so cool. And I thought that was brilliant. And suddenly there's a whale from behind me, Nihilus under a blanket, running upstairs. Basically, <laughs> it's like okay. I mean, there's a picture of me at two behind the sofa because of Daleks oh. on screen. And oh. uh, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, we we've barely got her over the Vashti Narada thing and the Are You My Mummy thing. And mm. now. <laughs> So I'm just freaking my child out every few years with Doctor Who. Don't mind me, you know. You, you did get her to finish the story, though, right? Uh, haven't, no. Oh. She's definitely up for it. If I and but I reenacted the whole ending for her. And did she you do, do, do you re, did you reenact the regeneration? Sorry, the bi-generation. 
Oh, well, it sort of demonstrated oh, right. what would happen. That would be interesting you know? to watch. I was in her bedroom re- just acting out the last sequence with the dancing spice up your life and things like that. You know, she seemed really interested, but she, yeah, she, she, she's terrified of puppets. I mean, terrified. I don't even know what the actual name of the phobia is, but yeah, it's a proper thing. Yeah. I'd love to sit and watch Dark Crystal with her, you know, I can't. Yeah. But I thought Neil Patrick Harris, he, he's, he's just brilliant as the toy maker and scary and unpredictable. But he did, it did feel, especially when he's doing the dancing bit, that he's, as you say, he's the master. And um, I'm looking forward to all the new master cosplays of the gold tooth. That yes. And uh, yeah, it, I thought the use of the music and having Unit involved as well. Unit didn't need to be in this one no. at all, other than for the fact they had a laser. Yes. But um, I felt that it, it was quite a good ensemble cast, all of them there talking together. Of, sorry to interrupt you, but talking of the yeah. laser, I've seen pictures that the laser goes through the, the Doctor's um, private parts uh, rather than his... Um, his hearts um, looked to me so. like it went right through the set hit the center of his chest yeah, yeah. Just maybe somebody, yeah. somebody maybe the picture i saw had been edited it had been edited yeah yes. i was gonna God, say has somebody yes. done it because when it yes. was happening i was like no james bond we expect you to die <laughs> <laughs> nice one i get it nice one but, um yeah i just i have a lot of love for this one i'm looking forward to shooty but i felt that we got yet another Massive long David Tennant goodbye. <laughs> it wasn't quite as long as the previous one, but it was actually indeed. Actually, in his own garden, though, that was pretty cool. That's <laughs> David Tennant's actual garden. Oh, was it? Oh, it was wow. like his TARDIS in the background. Yeah. That's his TARDIS in the garden. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I had uh, no his, idea. Yeah. I didn't either. And um, I just love the idea of Wilf off shooting moles for a yeah. living forever, shooting moles yeah, yeah. with their force fields. I think that's brilliant. And it was great just to see him stop the doctor because it's not just the doctor it's not just tenants doctor this is all our doctors just stopping and relaxing but it also felt like oh tenants got another mahoosu goodbye scene whereas <laughs> other doctors didn't get really the time of day before they just went ding off i go you know well i think jody's was quite a big goodbye scene wasn't it yeah that it just seems to be the thing now that instead of oh oh oh, sorry guys i'm about to regenerate you know now it's they get the time to say goodbye yeah. and revisit old faces and <clears throat> things like that and uh, we've sort of gone from it being an emergency life-saving situation to him being able to clean up his affairs okay. but i'm wondering if that harks back to when colin baker took over and they made out that his regeneration was wrong that something gone wrong mm. so he was a bit mean and weird and it didn't work oh, okay. so I, I don't know if we've been too careful with his regenerations, but I'm so looking forward to shooting. Let somebody else talk. I just feel like I've yes, you have rabbited on, but then you do owe us some, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Lillian Robin says uh, the only thing about the Spice Girls thing is that, that uh, the bloke from the Spurs movies, NPH, um, can sing. She didn't say about the Smurfs. I did, by the way. I did that. But uh, can sing, and they didn't let him. Maybe they would have had to pay him quite a lot extra to do some singing. Uh, potentially, Robin, uh, Lillian, sorry. Uh, and also, Lillian says, "Papaphobia" in regards to the. That's it. Yeah. And then say goodbye to all this and hello to Oblivion. Kirby, what did you think? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, uh, Master, but I did a little moonlighting and uh, we went for two and a half hours uh, talking about the giggle on um, uh, Who Station One. 
the uh, last. Oh, so week. you didn't have to say anything then? Okay, that's good. Cool. Yeah, I must well, have to you, play you, this first. We, basically, we 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 all loved it. I knew uh, it was on there. <laughs> we all loved it. Uh, some people have problems with by generation. Uh, some of us did not have problems with it. I had no problems whatsoever. I thought the whole episode was brilliant. Uh, I love the fact that we have new Doctor Who. Uh, I love the fact that I can watch Doctor Who at the exact same time that you guys do. Yay! That's been great! <laughs> I mean, I, the of those three episodes, the only one that I was late watching was the second one, and I was all of 15 minutes late. I was three hours late for the giggle. But, but I'm able to get on, out there and anything that is spoilery, I didn't have to worry about, even though I love spoilers. But I was all of the that commentary. Was, that was terrific. The fact that you, you didn't see many pages going, oh, you know, no spoilers, because everyone was getting it at the same time for the first time in ages. Well, I wasn't. As I say, I didn't watch it until I'd finished filming at uh, Shanklin Theatre. Oh. Well, I think my um, video things... Oh, it's because I'm on a different page. Um, oh, what was that? Uh, that was a bit weird. What was it? I have no idea. That, yeah. that was weird. Anyway, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> Day of the Doctor, we all saw it for the, at the same time, which was pretty cool. And and there were no no commercials in that first showing of Day of the Doctor. And now we have no commercials again with uh, Disney+, Plus, unless you've got the, the lower tier Disney+. Plus. Uh, so, is there a lower tier Disney Plus? I've never as, seen that. as I understand, there is not in this oh, country. Okay. There isn't. Not in this country. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> we get one. Lower, yeah, I never heard of a lower Disney Plus. No. Yeah, yeah. There's the. I don't know if it's been implemented yet, but they said that they're going that there's a version that has uh, commercials. Oh. Oh, so they're making it more available, I suppose. Right. Which I'm gonna stick with the uh, commercial free version. Yes. But uh, I just, The Giggle was one of my best times watching Doctor Who in a long time. And then almost immediately after I watched it, uh, I brought Fred down to the uh, geek basement and uh, she watched it and she loved it as well. Good. And uh, she had no problem with with my generation. I duty with his Rwandan heritage allowed to express that is just brilliant with his um with his accent jimmy his accent and also the teeth sucking when he's oh when he's yes yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and also you know there's there's a rwandan uh, proverb on the sonic yes there oh, is, is there? Yeah. i didn't see that i've seen the sonic We're but i haven't seen well, it in great detail i can't well, remember what it says but it's a rwandan proverb yeah yeah it's written it's written in gallifreyan but it's a rwandan proverb <laughs> which is really Upstairs, cool I I don't remember what it was. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I, I, I keep going on and on, and mm. I loved it. Okay, well, thank you, Kirby. Thank you very much. Right, everybody, brace yourselves. It's Mary! Two times we're going to hear this today. <laughs> okay, here here we come. <laughs> here we come. Oh, here she um, okay, I loved the combination of David Tennant and Catherine Tate, but I loved it where it was. 
And bringing them back for these specials, for me, was like, oh, my God. It's like asking for a second piece of that oh, wonderful cake or that wonderful pie that you loved so much, but you're already full. And so it just doesn't taste as good. You know, it was like I was over it already. Um, I wanted to remember Donna as being, you know, that she had part of the doctor in her brain, but now she's going to die if she sees him again. I, I like just leaving that there. The fact that she's here now and she was dead and she comes to life and she still has a piece of the doctor in her brain and no, 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 It's like, oh, please, can we move on to some new pastures? I want to do some, something. everywhere new. now, need the doctor, really. <laughs> <laughs> die, uh, doctor, die. Really? Yeah. You, <laughs> and, and then you know, the bi-generation, okay, you know, it, it's, it's fun. I mean, we have the timeless child. We have the bi-generation. It's like, you know, we're just making things up left and right. And it's, as you're always saying, science fiction, fantasy, you know, okay, whatever they want to do. But, but how many versions of the 10th Doctor do we need floating around? Yeah, I, mean, I, I did mention he's that. He's off but with Rose. I'll go with He's it. off with Donna. And, and who knows, you know, where he might be somewhere else. And, and, and it makes he's me wonder. He's in Donna's head. He's in Rose's head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he threatening, you know, is, is is he hanging out in the background now so that if, if uh, Shooty finds himself in trouble, it's like, okay, come on, well, I think the, the only thing you're mentioning, uh, Mary, is that he's hanging around the background. If uh, if nobody likes Shooty, uh, by way of a, a safety net for Doctor Who, they're just, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, but which I think hopefully that won't. Have faith, in, have faith being... in Shooty, that's what I say. Yeah, it, it diminishes Shooty as a full-on doctor because now there's another doctor hanging around. Yes. Mm. Um, I was trying to express that, what yeah. you're saying, is it did seem to diminish his his oh. solo moment. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it did. Yeah. yeah, the introduction. But it, it yeah. worked, but yeah, it was I, also, I went, yeah, just it diminished. As the doctor and, you know, yay, we're ready to move on. But no, he's got it, like, from the beginning, share the screen, you know, with, with what has historically been <laughs> the most popular doctor. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it diminished him, and, and I'm sorry to see that because I think Shooty will make a great doctor, um, of course, depending on the stories they give him. Absolutely. Um, I, oh, I found the proverb, it's the sharpness of the tongue defeats the sharpness of the warrior. Ah. Ah. Well, I hope that bodes well for his tenure, Mary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, the ball throwing scene, I think, just went on and on and on. It's like, are we going to conclude this in some way? Um, did they really need that much of a filler, you know, that these guys were going to play ball for like five well, solid? Well, they can't shoot in his pants, so I think he was he was just enjoying the moment. <laughs> we all wanted to watch Shooty in his pants. <laughs> um and uh, of course, he, the the doctor moving forward is going to need a bigger Sonic. I mean, look what it does anymore. It builds walls <laughs> and, and buildings and it destroys things. And it's like, wait a minute. Is it the doctor? What happened to the doctor being the cleverest brain in the room that he can figure things out and he can do things without violence? I mean, without hurting anybody, but now he he's like a construction engineer. Anything he wants, that Sonic will make happen. So for me, that also diminishes the image of the Doctor when he can just have his Sonic do everything. And you're um, used to him solving things with his intellect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Doctor. I, I wrote a long piece when uh, uh, Adam, you know, put out his thing about. Um, 
you know, the, the new doctor stuff. And, uh, and I, I wrote a fairly long piece um, that I probably will never be able to recall again. But it, what I'm saying is that the doctor that I fell in love with was one who could outsmart, be creative, um, work his way around whoever the antagonist is in any story. Um, and sometimes the companions would help, and that was great. Um, but we learned, and I think that was a great lesson for us. We, we as, as the, the viewing audience, learned, you know, it, as your Rwandan thing says, you know, being the brain is better than, you know, using, you know, having a, a, a fancy, flashy weapon. Um, but so the slowly we have progressed to the point now where it's all about the sonic. Uh, it's like the doctor doesn't have to be smart anymore. He can demolish buildings and build things and whatever he wants to do. Because the sonic... here and there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm and the CGI and all. I mean, it, it's nice. It, it makes things more real for us. But yeah, it takes a lot of I think the creativity out of the making of the program um, when they can when they can just do anything with green screens. Um, and I look at all three of these specials as RTD's big wet loving kiss to the fans. You know, I'm bringing back everything you guys have been talking about missing and wanting, it and it. it all is. Yeah, I'm giving, <laughs> wrapping it all up in a big bow for you for Christmas. Um, and maybe and maybe those of you that are loving it are going to drag your friends, you know, who've gone away or who have never seen and make them fall in love with all of this, too, because the new doctor so far, shooty, although he looks like he's going to be a good doctor so far in, in, in this last story, the giggle. All he is is this, you know, lovey, cushy, sweetie, huggy thing. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I don't need to see that out of the out of the doctor. That's what the companion is for. <laughs> um let me think if there's anything else I can think of. Yeah, I, and the toy maker. Um, I am bothered by the characterization of the toy maker because the original toy maker was this unflappable, incredibly intelligent, cool, above it all kind of guy that you just couldn't outwit him. You just couldn't. Whereas this guy is more weapons and devices and, you know, shouting at, well, that's okay then, yeah, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> So to me, I, I would rather see a toy maker in it closer to the original mold. I found him far more threatening than I found this guy, the way they've uh, envisioned him this time around. So that's <laughs> that's what I think. Well, I think I'm you, glad Mary. you were able to to remember the toy maker because we were all uh, on Earth Station Who. We were all going. Does anyone remember watching the toy? And I'm the oh, yeah, of course I remember watching. Oh, yeah, I, I was I was the only person who had actually seen that one of all those people, well, and I don't I don't remember. Ooh. I don't he was, remember. He was a cool cookie, and he was threatening because of that. He was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found him far more threatening just because he just, you know, nothing got in his way, nothing bothered him. And, and he, he wore those long robes that just yeah, made the him oriental so... robes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The so colorization's this... a bit odd, I must say, but um, I absolutely, I went back and watched it again, and I meant to show Tom and Ina it before. Yeah. But didn't have time this guy time. jumping all over the place reminds me a lot more of the the just our just previous master. I can't remember his name, but you know he was always extremely active and yelling, and you know it's to me he was more of a master. In well, this. that's all right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, well, thank yeah. you, Mary. He wasn't the toy maker for me. Okay. No, he, he did have a smack of the master, didn't he? It Big wasn't time. all that bad, was it, mm-hmm. everybody? Uh, okay, so moving on to the next segment of the show is Into the Dalek, which again, uh, 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 we're, we're, on, we're getting doing quite well with these uh, quick synopses. That's not a word I know, Debbie, but I'm going to say it like that anyway. The begin episode begins... I well, it's but I use that all the time. Yeah, thank you. The episode begins with a couple of um, uh, starfighters um, uh, on the verge of crashing. Uh, and Mrs. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, I didn't realise she was in this one. <laughs> nor did I. Anyway, um, it's on the verge of crashing uh, and is about to crash. The brothers did. Uh, but... Instead of crashing, which did crash, um, she ends up in the TARDIS and uh, threatens the Doctor with a gun. I do love the Doctor in that scene, by the way, when when uh, he's um, sort of uh, she's threatening him. Uh, he's been a, he's forgotten. He's just waiting that her, for a please. Her brother's <laughs> just died, but you know she's been a, he's been a bit sort of cocky. But it is quite a great scene that. Does anyone um, else feel that? In this first season of, of um, season series of Peter Capaldi, they made him look drawn and old, and then then like second season he was like allowed to just be himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I so, would yeah. agree. Yes, and, and they, I, I don't like how grumpy he is. Yeah, Mm-mm. maybe he's just a bit grumpy, but I don't mind. I still like it. Uh, so anyway. Um, he uh, the, after the he sort of rescues her and they, he t- takes her back to the, the big mothership because it's a big fight against the Daleks. Obviously, uh, I love the Dalek spaceships. Uh, I noticed that the all the the military people that she works with are very much like the current unit people with the, what their sort of attire and everything. Um, I think they've already uh, nicked the uh, nicked the equipment off them for unit now. Yes, um, they they say well you're you're a doctor you can help us with our um our our case, which of course is the Dalek, which again it was quite reminiscent of the Dalek, as in the Robert Dalek, yeah. yeah, beautifully <laughs> sort of rendered and everything. The next scene after the title sequence, we meet uh, Danny Pink and uh, how oh. how he and Clara. Yeah, this season goes flippity flop. Yes. Would you mind, please? They're Sorry. at Coal Hill School, and he's the PE teacher, and he's he's obviously got a bit of PTSD, but he's trying to get on with his his teaching job, and uh, he um, there's a great I love the scene I in the he in was the maths teacher. I like the scene in the classroom where he he sort of gets emotional the and, math and the kid classroom. what what. It's a math classroom. I don't give he's, a tinker's cuss. He's, anyway. he's not a PE teacher. That's, that's oh, a, he did a bit all right. He was doing the, the uh, cadets thing. I don't know. He's now yeah, a math teacher. That's, and he, that's and, a cadets thing. Oh, that's not anyway, a he gets upset, and I like the the fact that the class, instead of taking the mickey out of him, sort of respond a little bit to and slightly in a confused way um, to his emotions. Then he meets Clara, and... Um, and uh, they sort of seem to have an immediate attraction to each other. Um, and then, to. So they get, he, she more or less talks him into, uh, because he sort of says no to a date, doesn't he? And then he says, I should have said yes and whatnot. But she talks him into it. And just as they're about to, she, she changes into a dress and everything. And just about, she's about to go. Oh, that's later on, sorry. The that's doctor later, pops yeah. up and takes, because he, he needs Clara for this particular job that he's got. Uh, to um, the, the Dalek. Dalek, you in? Yeah. And then we go. Well, what's that? There was a, a film, wasn't it, with Raquel Welsh in it, where they get miniaturised um, yes, to go inside. Yeah. The... 
What's that called? Greatest Magnificent Journey or something like that. Fantastic Voyage. Fantastic, Fantastic Voyage. Voyage, that's it. Magnificent yeah. Journey. In well, they should Magnificent. remake that film. I read that it was a cracking movie, but they should make, remake well, it with the, modern The day Doctor is, it was referencing it. At... Yes, he was. That would yeah. make a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. they they decide that they've got to send the, the, the Doctor into the Dalek to sort of find out why he's a good Dalek. Are you a good Dalek? Anyway, so in they go, in, in this sort of micro machiney thingy uh but to cut a long story short kirby what actually happens when they're inside they find the the fault there's this leaking radiation i didn't the only thing i found confusing about this leaking radiation thing was the daleks were created from radiation uh, I, yeah. I would have thought that wouldn't have really have any effect on them whatsoever maybe it's a special type of radiation Master, right? yeah, what it's a science fiction fantasy TV show. <laughs> <laughs> okay so they go inside uh, the the dalek uh, and they they fix the crack in the bedroom wall oh sorry no the crack in the the interior <laughs> of the the, uh, the dalek <laughs> after some great scenes in which they get covered in all sorts of gunk and stuff i like the uh, the the dalek antibodies they're quite cool um uh, but they reminded me another type of antibody that they'd had in doctor who wasn't it in the um the Tesselector, didn't they have a... Tesselectors, yes. Yes, yes yeah. yeah. And, and, and the tes- Tesselector people also have shrinking technology, so I wonder if they're related to uh, oh, these soldiers. Maybe so. So anyway, after they... Uh, after the doc- Yeah, after the Doctor fixes the crack in the bedroom wall. All that slime that they're all... Mary's trying to say something. Sorry, I'm listening to Mary now. Thank you, Kirby. But you talked over her. Well, I didn't hear the first thing that she said. Well, let's let's see if she wouldn't mind repeating what she said. I do apologize, Mary. Did you you notice that after they crawl around in that slimy gook and finally get out, that the very next scene that they're walking, they're all dried off and absolutely clean? Mary. (laughs) Mary. Mary. They're supposed to stay goopy. Mary. (laughs) Two things, Mary, right? One, it reminded me of the, the... it reminded me of the the, uh, the beast below thingy uh, when the yeah. doctor and um, uh, Amy went down into the, the sticky bit. Tom, yeah. And <laughs> the other bit, it's a science fiction fantasy TV show. Uh, right yeah. then. So uh, after oh, the doctor oh, heals, oh. after the doctor fixes the crack in the bedroom wall, the Dalek is cured and is back to being mean and horrible again. Starts killing people. Oh, no. and the, the doctor he realizes his fleet. Yeah. a bit of a mistake. So you now he has another mission of climbing right up to the top and showing. The Dalek, what what he he um, he's the beauty forgotten. of the sun, yeah. yes, and making him uh, mad, essentially mad again, but making him nice again, and that's nice what they mad. do. Sorry, making him nice mad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there such a thing? So no, they do, but like. apparently there isn't this. <laughs> they climb up high. There's a couple of oh yeah, one of the soldiers gets done in. One of the lady soldiers, she sacrifices herself essentially, and ends up sitting with Missy and having a cup of tea or coffee, depending on what Missy decides to make. Um, and onwards they go. And of course, uh, after a, a, a typical doctor speech, um, uh, well, the Dalek is made nice again. And uh, that sort of saved everyone. I think the Dalek then goes off and kills all the remaining Daleks. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's essentially the, the, the end of that episode. Oh, yeah, the the, the um, Tom Hilston's missus asked if she can join the Doctor and Clara on... Uh, I think the Doctor said 
something on the line. No, the doctor Noah says got... he, he would have loved to have had her if she wasn't a soldier. That's it, yes. Because mm. the doctor's not long being a soldier himself, is he, really? But no, exactly. More, more, more of a mercenary than, than a soldier. But there you go. Uh, yeah, it's cool. That's, uh, so that's the, that was but the... But then he's nice that's enough to get any pink later. Yeah, that's the quicker. Yeah, she does actually go and um, have the date with Danny Pink, um, uh, and uh, she's more or less unusually for the Doctor on time for it, but wearing different clothes. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 There we go. So okay. Yeah, the Doctor, the Doctor is really against Danny for quite a while because yeah. he's a soldier. Also, the Doctor maybe knows what's going to happen to Danny because he's the Time Lord. Anyway, so moving back. Okay, uh, into the dark. I've forgotten. I, hadn't, I knew the basics in my mind of what happened in this story, that they you know, you go inside Dalek. But I'd forgotten all the other bits, in the story-wise. And um, you do notice a, a slight difference in Capaldi's Doctor, but it wasn't enough to, to worry me. Um, I quite enjoyed all, all that aspect of the story, the being inside the Dalek, you know, when it changes back into a mean Dalek and starts killing, I think, and of course the the the, the sucker bit going on the control panel you know, that was obviously in a little flashback to the original Dalek story. Um, but I again, it's one of these situations that you that you remember what people are saying about the Moffat era and and Capaldi's first season, and the, and I watched the episode and I'm thinking. It's almost feeling like watching it new again uh, because I've only yeah. seen it the once, and I I I don't understand it because I really enjoyed it. Um, I was trying to watch it while working. What I ended up doing was turning my chair and watching the episode, you know, there without having to lose concentration on it. Um, so I'm I'm starting to wonder what the hell's going on because I enjoyed it. What did you think about it, Debbie? Um, I didn't really enjoy it the first time round. I felt we were just treading over new ground, but I know we're, we're trying to sort of get more of an introduction to our Doctor, but we're also trying to shoo in the Clara arc, which we've already been focused on her way too much, and now we're focusing even harder on her and her love life. I'm sorry, I'm not interested in what's going on at the school. I'm interested in what the Doctor's up to in the TARDIS. This is Doctor Who, and this is where we really see the the juxtaposition of it being the Doctor and Clara show. It, it's just too too bitty and it, the story doesn't really go along. You, you're there one minute, you're up in space, next we're, we're emoting with Danny Pink and I get it. I get what we're trying to get do here and I'm not dissing anybody with PTSD or anything like that. You know, it, it, but it is a case of we're supposed to be off with the Doctor, not at home on Earth. You know, just living a life. I get that we're living. Felt, a, we are living a life. We're we're tuning into Doctor Who to. Debbie, I didn't feel oh, that but, that Danny Pink was a. Uh, um, oh, that, let's have a, an, a sort of bit of PTSD. I thought that at the time there was a, oh, the, the, um, Clara's going to fall in love with the Doctor again because they've already called him her boyfriend. Blah blah blah. That they wanted Clara to have her own boyfriend yeah, to fall yeah, in I love with. That, that, so I the Doctor that. was definitely just a friend. Yeah, I know. No, I'm get, I get that, but I'm what I'm what I'm you're missing the point. The point is mm. that now we are definitely in this is Clara's section of the episode of Doctor Who and this is the Doctor's section of Doctor Who and he slowly gets sidelined as we get more and more closer to Clara's big finale and it's supposed to be the Doctor's grand <laughs> exactly. finale. Yes. And it's Absolutely. not. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and this is where I really have a problem with watching Doctor Who from now on until we lose Clara, because I don't enjoy it as a storytelling. I'm not. Someone said to me the other week, oh, you must be jealous of Clara. And I'm like, where the hell did you get that from? <laughs> I want more Doctor yeah. Who. <laughs> That's all it ever was. But because I've made comments on some forums, there's people going, oh, no, you know, you, you, you obviously are really jealous of like, this young, beautiful woman. I'm like, where the hell did you get that from? I'm not jealous of anybody. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. I'm jealous of someone. It's my old self who could walk properly. You know, that's it. But it, it just mind boggled that that's what they read from what I was trying to say about the fact that this is Doctor Who. But I I, I love the reference in this one to Fantastic Voyage and just because that is one of the first, my earliest memories is watching that on TV that's one of my earliest memories I loved that film yeah. and yeah just, just the concept of it but we didn't see enough of the Dalek inside the Dalek it didn't really feel like we were inside the Dalek it felt like another base under siege thing Yeah. and it's not we're inside a, one of the most dangerous machines in the universe and you'd think that the machine that was made that meticulously deranged for itself you know all the love of daleks you know that sort of thing would have maybe a few more bugs in there and things to fight off and you know you get a few but you want you want a full-on assault going on because you're trying to penetrate the most intimate part of the dalek you'd think that Davros would have put something in there to go, no, you can't do this, you're not going to change their mind, instead of like almost having a switch, good, bad switch, you know. Oh, it seemed like, they, it just seemed like it was mostly empty in there. Yeah, exactly, and I, I get why they did that, but it did feel more like, no, we've just... I know that there's the element of the, the Zalek casing is the craft, it's it's the thing that the, 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 the Dalek actually lives in and is its life support machine, I get that. But I just wanted a bit more of a of a tussle. I get I get all the negotiating with it and showing it the beauty of the universe and things like that. I get that because some people need that showing to them to just you know look look at this sunrise, look at this you know look, just well, take. Where, where was take. that? Where was that um, organic thing that was inside the the? It was at the office. end. Yeah, the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, an eye. We didn't really see, you know, the the full organic thing. Yeah, we're supposed to be, you know, we get to see them a bit better later. Yeah, you see they? them when the Tarlet comes, goes back to me and Mad again. You see the universe in his eye, don't you? Yeah, yeah but that's his eye. Yeah, you want you want the whole like when we had Dalek Khan, mm. he mm-hmm. was completely exposed and being absolutely glorious in his casing. Yeah, yeah. I have seen. Oh, you know, I love him. <laughs> Um, and so I was hoping for a bit more of that, I think, more than anything. But no, it was it was this episode. I feel like he could have taken on another companion. He yeah. could. Yeah. Like that Zawe would. It might have helped. See, yeah, she might have been more interesting. <laughs> yes. And but I feel like, no, no, it, we've got to take on the Clara arc. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You could have done with her being there constantly and go off and do your Clara storyline like you want to. But we've got someone else who's interacting with the doctor rather than the doctor alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, I'm rambling again. I'm sorry about Not this. Not good enough. <laughs> but I, 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 I struggle from now on with this, this story arc with Clara. But then Capaldi really hits his, his pace from the series nine. And 
I, I think it's tra- tragedy that he didn't stick around long longer because he, he's brilliant. But in the late, he really takes a while to find his feet. And when he does, he's one of the best doctors. Well, is is it him finding his feet or is it the writers? Writers, <laughs> yeah. And the finding their feet, yeah. Yeah. But again, music always sublime in the way of storytelling, especially with Doctor Who. And uh, it helped move this along a lot faster than it would have been if if we hadn't had like such such good music in this one. So I'm, I could take or leave this one. I'm not going to go back deliberately to watch it again, but I will if it's if it's on, you know. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, uh, Debbie. Um, <laughs> oh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Kirby. What did you think? Uh, it's interesting how I've watched my attitude towards this one change through the years. Uh, when I first saw it, I really didn't like it at all. And then, uh, <clears throat> but a couple of days after first seeing it, and by the time we talked about it 10 years ago, I liked it better. It's it kind of a middling thing. And this time I watched it the other night and I, I've got some quibbles with it, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, it, well, this horror isn't, yeah. <laughs> horror isn't to the irritating point to me yet, although I know it's coming. Uh, they, 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 I thought there was a, a lot of back and forth and where, where they interacted and where she was doing stuff uh, on her own was good. Although I expected, I expected um, as she's bringing back the memories at the end, I expected her, uh, the dialect to start uh, singing how nine thousand stuff. <laughs> yes, me. yes. Uh, but um, <laughs> it, it's not my favorite, not by a long shot. It's some big plot holes with it, but I'm able to look over them and just enjoyed it. Uh, I did. I'd forgotten that for some reason this entire story has this obsession with eyes that go in through the Dalek eye, uh, the the uh, the things that are, I want to say platelets, not the, the antibodies are eye-shaped. There's eyes on Clara's shirt. Yeah, I was going to say there's eyes on her shirt. Yeah, there, there's, there there's eyes. eyes everywhere, which I, I don't know why. It's, it's just weird. And I pointed that out 10 years ago, and I'd forgotten until I listened to us again this morning. Anyway, I, I liked it. I liked this doctor very, very much, and I'm looking forward to that stupid bird taking that companion away from us. <laughs> yeah, let's so, not hark on about that too much, Kirby, because it is quite a while away, and let's try and just sort uh, of. No, yeah, unfortunately. Try, we, well, the old point of the journey is to take each episode one by one in its course, uh, sort of rather more rapidly than we would have done if we'd waited week by week by week by week. Let, let me put it this way: I'm I'm enjoying it better this time around than the last time around. Yeah. Um, Snap. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, let's just try and. Like I say, one one by one episodes, and you know, by the end of um, oh, this year, oh. we would already be in the uh, Jodie Whittaker era, and by the end one, of the following more, year, one more thing, we won't then. have anything left to talk about. Yes, carry on. 
One more thing. Uh, I find it interesting that neither the uh, TARDIS.Fandom.com or the Wikipedia article point out that the leaked episode had a different ending. Uh, if, if you remember, this is part, this is one of the episodes that leaked online hmm. uh, early. And uh, as with next week's, the robot robots of Sher- Sherwood also had a different ending. Okay. Uh, in the original ending, which was in the in the rough cut that had been leaked, Rusty goes back and explodes himself, destroying the Dalek fleet. And right. n- neither of those articles mention that. Okay. And but remember, Rusty comes back at in what the last episode of Capaldi? Yeah. yeah. So maybe they had already. Maybe that's. Maybe he come up with that idea already. We've already we'll, we're we'll jumping well ahead again, later. Kirby. We want yeah, jumping. Yeah, maybe Muffet had already thought about that, and that's why in the months between the leak and the broadcast, okay. they decided to change it. Maybe so. Anyway, back to the live feed. Uh, Lily Robin says, um, "Say goodbye to all this and hello to Oblivion." Terry Miles says, "Rocky, Rocky, Rocky." Um, after the, you know, uh, and then Lillian says, "Excellent." Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Thank you. Uh, Lillian <laughs> Robin says, "Excellent." You got the reference, but Adam and Co didn't get the reference. And then I was quoting Rocky Horror for those who didn't understand. Thank you for that, Lillian. Um, okay, nearly forgot where I was. Um, yes, it's. Um, Oh, Mary. Yes, well, I mean, compared to how I reacted to the giggle, I, I, <laughs> this one's going to come off a little bit more positive. <laughs> um, I think, I don't remember whether I liked or didn't like it the last time I saw it. I probably didn't. You liked it. I did like it. Well, I, I kind of liked it this time, too. <laughs> um, and this is like the first of many times. Um, the doctor asks the question, am I a good man? Um, and, and the thing, and that bothered me this time, and it will bother me every time he asks it, because um, we already saw the tortured face of the 11th Doctor at times, you know, when, when you knew he was looking at the darker side of himself. Um, I think he conveyed that so well, just in his face. But in this case, and in upcoming, you know, episodes, he's going to keep asking that question. Um, and, and so it bothers me. I don't like it put out there like that. I'd rather see yeah. it acted than than verbalized. Um, I thought I thought the brief Missy interlude was kind of interesting. <laughs> you know? um, I didn't then, and I don't know now where this is going. I mean, because she's because she's made her second, you know, brief but mysterious appearance. So uh, you know, I know we're going to know more later, but up until now, it, it was intriguing to have Missy suddenly, you know, make an appearance. Um, and yes, this is the start of Clara uh, becoming, you know, the doctor. Yeah. Because uh, she, she's the one who questions the doctor when he says, you know, okay, you know, this is it. You know, we're all done. We're going to be destroyed. Because wait a minute, you know, what are you thinking? And what, you know, what are you real? What is what is the alternative view or however she put it? Um, you know, she keeps pushing him until he thinks, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, and as Adam noted, um, he already looks like pale and kind of drawn. Well, I was going to be older that. than I think he needs to. 
Um, it, yes, he, he really does look haggard compared to his later yeah. incarnation. Yeah. So I'm quite surprised. Like, when she pushes him, it's, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, we're already setting the stage for him to become, you know, the, this helpless creature dependent on her to front for him with people, and which sometimes is funny, but, um, you know, but how easily she can take over because of how he's almost, you know, relegating, you know, running, th running the show to her. Um, so this is like the beginning of it. And of course, you know, she's extremely clever up there running around, figuring out, you know, what's going on. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And again, it, it's it's because we're looking back that I know where it's going, so it's unfortunate. Um, and if the Dalek um, sees the goodness and beauty of the universe in the Doctor's mind, why does the Doctor wonder if he's a good man? I mean, he knows if he knows there's this wonderful universe out there. You know, um, you know, d does the Doctor also? see the you know the hatred i mean it, it's so fuzzy I, I don't know that it's well defined as to what the dalek really saw in him if the doctor is doubting himself that much um and and then there was an interesting line um the last thing i'll say is that there was a very interesting line that i probably missed first time around um when when the doctor explains how the daleks defined him he says you know when we when when i started all i was doing was running and then I met the Daleks, and that's what made me, you know, realize what I had to do. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's really interesting. Because, yeah, we, before they had that Dalek episode, you know, it, way back, you know, William Hartnell, I mean, you, you don't get a feeling from him that he has a mission. But the Dalek episode is kind of where the mission begins. So I, I think that was a very clever insert of, of some background. Okay, so... Other than that, you know, mildly, mildly enjoyed it. Thank you, Mary. Well, that's got to be worth a sort of a... Um... <laughs> right, OK, Kirby I, has I, put out... Pardon, Debbie? Adam, can I just add something? Because it's been great listening to Mary and Kirby, because obviously I've I only watched it, like, twice... And the first time I was like, Ooh. and this time I was more involved in the story, but still yeah. knowing what's coming. But having listened to them, I'm going to try and watch the next what's coming with a more open mind than than oh here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Storytelling, yeah. it's, it's Doctor Who. I mean, we yeah, all love Doctor Who. I mean, Doctor this is Who. the thing, though. I mean, I, I, I'm I feel a bit like I've um, betrayed Doctor Who in some ways by just assuming that. Oh, yes. all of Moffat is crap. Oh, yeah, nobody yeah, likes yeah, yeah. Clara. No, you hit the nail on the head. I feel like I've betrayed my love for Doctor Who. And what's actually yeah. happening is I'm You're sitting down the watching. Have. Well, no, what, what's yeah, actually happening? I'm sitting down watching really good, really good television. Um, yeah. And and it yeah, just emphasises the reason why Doctor Who is is the best uh, franchise, if they if you like mm. use a modern phrase, out there because of its flexibility. Um, and that's but why I, I think it's the right, best show. Yeah. Um, yeah, go into it. So we're, I, I feel I've been ultra, ultra um, criti critical. Uh, I've sat down and absolutely loved watching an episode that I have only, only seen 10 years ago or whatever it is, uh, and I've more or less forgotten. So it's almost like watching new Doctor Who to me, and it's just yeah. sparkling. Matt Smith's last stories were like that. Mm. 
I, I rewatching them and I hadn't enjoyed them at all when I watched them the first time round and going, actually, this is really good acting here, some mm. really good storytelling, you know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, Kirby. Yeah, that, that, was the, that was the oh. thing. Uh, oh, darn, you just made me forget what I was going to. Oh. Did you walk through a door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm through a door. We're talking about Kirby. We were talking about the fact that we we've um, been a bit ultra critical of what what is still an absolutely amazing program from what I've been mm. watching. Recently. Oh yeah, that it was interesting listening to listening this morning to us talking about uh, this ten years ago when we talked about uh, Deep Breath. It was Mary who first said, "You know, I think Missy may be the master." Oh, yeah. Mary! Well done. And by by this point, one episode later, it was just Mary, you, and me talking about into the Dalek. And by that point, we were all going. She's got to be the master. Yeah, that's the only yeah. explanation. Yeah. She's yeah. the master. Cool. Uh, and and unfortunately, I I. Oh, I'm gonna rip that uh, the story where the the Cybermen are coming out. This, Can we wait for that, please, Kirby? Yeah. Can we? Yeah, okay. Anyway, right. um, I had posted a in my request for the feedback. I'd posted a really old picture that I remember seeing, oh, 30 years ago, mm. 35 years ago, uh, it showing what's inside of a Dalek because we're doing Into the Dalek. Very good. Yes. And uh, Duncan Knifton... I'll try Knifton. One... I think a K is usually silent. Okay. Uh, he uh, Interestingly, he's one of our top contributors. Uh, he says, interesting, as we can't actually see the creature inside. Speaking in that diagram, it just shows the container that the creature is in. It because the, that illustration is way before... We really saw much of anything. Yeah, we'd seen tentacles and stuff. Yeah, but Kirby. Or Kirby. In yeah, the first, no, that, first that Dalek story in 1963, um, yeah, there know. was a creature that was taken out of it, if I remember rightly. Yes. So as Ian could get into it. So that we and knew there was a so creature we, in that top bit. The weird thing is, is in the version, the cut-down version that they just put out, right. they don't really show that. Oh, okay. Which is, is weird. Okay. I mean, you, they show them taking something out, but you don't you don't see the claw. I seem to recall it was a claw, but okay. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, Neil James says, Into the Dalek, great opening space chase battle, but after that I struggle to say anything too positive. Capaldi is obviously great, but I find Danny Pink a bit bland. Don't like Clara slapping the doctor, and the guns and soldiers gets a bit dull. It's perfectly watchable, but just becomes a bit run-of-the-mill. Ah, out of right. Life. Slapping of the Doctor. Queen Elizabeth I did uh, the Doctor in uh, in this, one of these stories we watched quite recently, if I remember rightly. Did the Doctor, eh? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yes. And also, we just saw uh, Donna's mom slap the Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a bit of a comedy thing, because the Doctor will look away from the slap into the camera uh, and move his jaw around a little bit. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Now, do you want me to read Roberts? No. Or... Oh, Roberts, okay. yes. Roberts, do Roberts. Okay. Uh, Robert says, I'm going to have to bail on tonight. I'm fading fast. I need some sleep. My oh, back's killing it. me uh, right now. Shari, show Shari. <laughs> so, some, some feedback. First on Into the Dalek, I enjoyed it more this time around. You know, it's a fairly weak kind of story. 
A thing that stands out is the way the doctor says, trust me, to that guy, gives him something to eat, a distraction perhaps, and he dies. I don't like the trust me line one bit. Just be honest. I think the stuff that's given to Cavalli at this period makes him so unlikable as a doctor. You can be serious, but not so callous. And the grumpiness. He should have been far more likable, more like he was at the end. I was kind of expecting more from the interior of a Dalek, though. It's odd seeing the Clara Danny scenes in contrast to the adventure proper, though. And the random Missy scene. Oddly, I'd forgotten that this story featured more Daleks than just the one. I didn't find Clara all that bad for once. Looking through the extras on the Series 8 set, as I hadn't been through them before, it's interesting at a Q&A Peter, Jenna, and Steven did, Peter was asked what he'd like for an episode to do. He said he would love to have the Mondasian Cybermen return. He got his wish in the end, which I thought was nice, even taking Peter's comments about latex into the equation with the hands especially of the Cybermen. Anyway, on to the giggle. I have, I'm having a scroll, sorry. Now, this is a much better episode than the previous two. I've liked David's Doctor more this time as he really slowed down things. He seems calmer rather than his old manic portrayal. Very clever, the bi-generation is, it can now go on to explain why we see age doctors in their old incarnations, like the curator, transgraying hair, and the five and two doctors, and so on. Neil Patrick Harris was wonderful. He wasn't hammy. Wasn't? <laughs> okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they played the role so well. Mm. Uh, some would have come to Doctor Who not knowing anything about it and make a mess. I think I would have preferred it if we could have had the toy maker in all three stories. I hope he returns. All I can say of got of got what is I hope he's not playing it all arrogant and cocky all the way through his tenure. That would be annoying. I guess we'll see how his first story goes soon enough anyway. On YouTube, someone did an animation of the Celestial Toymaker. One person did the animation. They've done such a good job. I yes. suppose everybody's seen that the BBC are releasing their version soon enough. If you ask me, I would have lent towards getting the guy who did the YouTube animation as his version looks better. It is. I hope, it is I hope much to, better. I hope to join you next time. Yes, it is. I, I, I think they're pulling... The wall over our eyes with that horrible BBC released one. It does. It, it looks horrible. So, anyway. Okay. Well, thank you, Kirby. Uh, right. So, stuff coming through on our other channels for uh, sending feedback into the show. Um, I don't normally say what they are. The the feedback channels. The two zero mb dot feedback at gmail dot com. I said it wrong. <laughs> 20mb.feedback so at G. Oh, and then you talked over it. We'll try again. 20mb.feedback at gmail.com. Of course, uh, you can join, hopefully, I don't know how easy it is nowadays, but join the 20megabyte.to podcast Facebook group, which you can join if I can get the words out tonight. I and seen finally, any I haven't what? seen any new members in ages. What? I've not seen any new members in ages. No, no. I, I changed the setup because we kept on getting spammy people coming in, and, it, yes. and I can't change it back again. So it is what it is. I think you can add people. So, um, so what's the other methods? We've done the feet of the uh, the Facebook. The, the yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, you can if you're watching on the the, the live feed, you can put, pop comments in there as well, uh, or just send them straight to me if you happen to have me on Facebook. Right. So. 
Um, I think you can actually send through the Podbean page as well, but I probably won't get to see it. Well, you've sent me some feedback. I sent you some feedback? No, I didn't. Well, I've got something here from Ben. I sent you that. For, for, Ben's not actually feedback. It's just a comment Ben made on his, on his own Facebook, which I thought was relevant. So I thought you could read it out after we listen to the dulcet un, 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 un hang on, what's the word for it? <laughs> dulcet tones of Andy Nunny, which you probably won't be understand the first bit because his, I think he gets his words into a bucket and then throws them down an embankment. And the like first bit, just they tumble out in a load of blah 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 and eventually. <laughs> That some part of it might wine. be the, might be, be coherent. Andy, eh? Let's see what it sounds like. Get the words in the bucket and chuck them down the embankment. Well, good afternoon, Tony McMurray. It's Andy Nunny here. It's a Sunday afternoon and getting ready to go off to the church <laughs> carol service. Um, yesterday I did my first park in ages and then came back and did the ironing. And I watched Into the Dalek. And, uh, yeah, it's rather good, isn't it? Uh, there's an interesting one because you talk with the, the soldier connection, you know, both with Danny Pink and then with the Aristotle. And it's, uh, I think there's a, quite an interesting model thing there when you read the Daleks in about justify, a just war. Now, I do remember our rector a few years ago at one of the men's breakfasts uh, talking about, you know, the possibility of a just war. He himself was, uh, as a minister, had actually been in the Navy uh, as a, a serving sailor. And then rejoined as a minister. But it's quite interesting that you know, there is a, you know, you can you justify a war? And I think that's that's what, um, you know, Danny Pink, you know, there's obviously a lot of back history there. And then with the in the Aristotle, with the people there, it's, you know, can they justify what they're doing? And with the Daleks, you see, because that's what Daleks are, aren't they? Um, now, I think this is quite a good one, because it's the first time we actually get really close up into a Dalek to understand it. And having a Dalek, and then we've had the I Dalek before. With the Dalek by itself, and again, this is a Dalek by itself, you know, not part of the hive mind this time, but one that um, society thinking can see beauty and things like that. And it's very interesting that uh, the doctor goes in believing that is, there is a good Dalek there, then finds out that by uh, stopping the radiation leak, he reverts back to his, his old self, does Rusty. But then the doctor is able to persuade him to think again and you know to see the world, well, the universe as it is, instead of you know through a narrow road of hatred. Um, but it's interesting that um, the way the, da the Dalek actually does see things, he still has got this uh, veil of hatred, this lens that it sees everything through. It's just he now sees things slightly differently with a slightly different context. And I think that's what made this story really quite fascinating from, uh, from a, you know, a, a, moralis a, mor a moralistic viewpoint. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we wonder what happened at the end. Did he stay with it? Did, he, did Rusty stay on the other side? I think that's what happened. I'm not entirely sure. So that could be quite interesting to see, you know, what's happened there. But, of course, what was really interesting was the fact that, uh, you know, the Doctor wants to be a good, ma you know, am I a good man? And uh, at the end, Clara says, I don't know, are you? But then being told he would make a good Dalek. Now, that exactly fascinates me because I think, it, again, it shows the, the, moral, the, the morals, rather, of the Doctor, you know, what is he really trying to do? You know, he actually just kill off one of the the soldiers fairly early. You know, he said he would have died anyway. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cynical, isn't it? You know, because uh, he bumped him off and then another one went. And, of course, uh, ended up with Miss Missy. So, uh, you know, there's the seeds being sown there for, uh, for the forthcoming story. Of course, you all know how that turns out. But I think, again, it's interesting the way that um, we are we are sowing seeds for what's happening. Excuse me, I'll shout out in the future. Anyway, um, that was that. Um, I did 
Did enjoy my parkrun. Unfortunately, I'm not going to do one for another few weeks. I've managed to go and crack a rib. I literally sat down, smacked the bottom of my rib cage against the side of the chair, and uh, ended up in A&E this morning. So, uh, oh, God, I do seem to be getting very absent prone these days. Anyway, that'll be it. Um, well, looks a bit. So, have a great Christmas, everybody. Really enjoy yourselves, and we look forward to many more podcasts in the new year. Bye for now. Well, not too many, Andy, but thank you very much. Oh, poor Andy. Poor Andy. Yeah. Oh, oh is everyone awake yet? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Just that. Oh, oh, are we back? Yeah. Oh, that's mean, Kirby. Isn't that going to look like down? So <laughs> mean. Oh, dear. Right then. Um, yeah, there's nothing, nothing coming through on the live feed. Uh, so I, I'll move over to Debbie, who's very keen to read what Ben <laughs> said on his own Facebook. Ben Shoveler has sent this. Thinking about it, RTD killed Doctor Who this evening. Well, he killed old Doctor Who and everything I knew and loved didn't. about it. Sorry? No, he didn't. He's not <laughs> of his opinion. That's why we're loved by the public. Are we? Yeah, I've never known <laughs> that before. By separating the Doctor and creating this new Ace Rimmer version to fly off and take over being the Doctor, <clears throat> he's shown a big middle finger to everyone who didn't like what's become canon, the thingy child stuff and all the recent changes. This is now Doctor Who season one and it's a blank sheet. There's no more arguing about how the Doctor wouldn't be black, white, male, female, female gay, straight, bisexual, trisexual or whatever. He can now make the Doctor whatever he wants and whatever he says goes. What he did tonight and how he did it. It was brilliantly written. The Doc had a happy ending for everyone who is going to leave it there. And the new Doctor has taken over and will be aimed at youngsters with their ethics and ideologies. A Disney Doctor for Generation Z. 60 years of history wiped out in a bi-generation or whatever it was called. Ironically, the man who saved the Doctor has now killed him. <laughs> well, there you go. He's, he, there is a lot you go Ben yeah. there is a lot of that online I was quite shocked by some of the vitriol as well it's yeah. like like okay. I said in my post, I can't understand. This is a program that people get so serious about this side of things. It's a program about uh, a, a, like a, an James. alien with two hearts travelling in a police James. box. Yeah. It's a, a spaceship that's big on the inside, etc., etc. Um, and this is what Doctor Who has done throughout its 60 years of life to survive. It's done James. innovative things to keep it going. If you look at even the, yeah. each regeneration is slightly different than the way it happens. I think somebody said something like, oh, maybe the bi-generation explains the curator, da-da-da. They've said this is the only and first time so far that it's happened. So it doesn't explain any other thing because it hasn't happened before. But there yeah, you go. we can go back in time later yeah. and sort of But it's the sort of thing that, that if you, I mean, I, I must, I mean, I remember I was thinking the other day when I went to the Wales Comic Con. I had that picture done with Davison Baker, McGann, and McCoy. And mm. when um, I came in, when I walked away from the, the the photo, Colin Baker said he's a massive fan of Doctor Who. And I thought, well, no, I'm not that big, you know. But clearly, I am a big fan of the show otherwise i would be bothered by this sort of stuff and all i'm bothered in is that my favorite program keeps going uh, i don't expect to like every single episode but i like it when it's brave and it, it, it does things new and and it's able to carry on and the fact that you can ha you don't know what the next episode's going to be about whether it's going to be a murder mystery or whether it's going to be some timey wimey thing and i find that exciting uh, and even i find it exciting going back and watching the stuff i've already watched that is 
my favourite type of subject, you know. And I don't understand how people get so anal about things that, in, in the larger scheme of things, don't really matter. Uh, the, the Doctor Who is a, is a story medium, and it's there's a, a humongous amount of Doctor Who literature out there, whether it be books, whether it be Big Finish, whether it be actual series itself, whether it be the movies that Peter Cushing was in, which are completely different, you know, aspect of what we see on the TV or whatnot, but st- people still love them and they still feel that it's Doctor Who. Um, so, at the end of the day, I don't understand it. It's Doctor Who, it's great. And I'm going to rub my eye. Um, yeah, so we've got some more stuff come through. Mary, I sent you something. Yes, you did. Um, this is from Linda and Terry Miles. And they say, <laughs> Danny Pink has no special awareness if he didn't know Clara was watching him from the doorway. <laughs> we loved the interplay between the doctor and Clara. In quotes, where have you been? You sent me for coffee three weeks ago in Glasgow. In <laughs> Glasgow? That's dead in a ditch. This is not my assistant. She's a uh, some other word. I'm his carer. Yeah, yeah, my carer. She cares so I don't have to. <laughs> that was good. Look. Sort of short and roundish, but with a good personality, which is the main thing. I mean, my clothes. I just changed. That was a good line. Yeah. What's that look for? It's the look you get before I slap you. <laughs> yes, I like that. Yeah. Danny says, are you really going to go for a drink with me? Yeah, of course I am. Why wouldn't I? I just thought, thought what? I thought you might have a rule against soldiers. No, not at all. Not me. It's not him, not her. It's Danny Pink. He's a soldier, you know. Hello, I'm Missy. Welcome to heaven. Would you (laughs) like some tea? (laughs) All in all, an average Dalek story. Will Rusty appear again? Will Rusty destroy the Daleks? Spoilers. (laughs) Linda and Terry. Uh, Lovely one. Great (laughs) feedback. Okay. Hello, 20 Megabyte Podcast, this is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. Into the Dalek by Phil Ford and Stephen Moffat. She cares, so I don't have to. (laughs) In this story, we meet soldiers called Blue and Pink. Instead of Blue for a boy, they are the opposite. The soldiers are willing to kill the Doctor, but want to save the Dalek. Are they hoping the Dalek will help them? The Daleks are beauty, and the locked away memory just has to be revived to solve a crisis. Missy is still welcoming the selected dead to her paradise. I don't think we ever find out why. (laughs) The Giggle by Russell T Davies There is a mental disturbance on Earth caused by everyone being sure they are right. (laughs) I'm sure this is a meta-reference to Davies thinking his detractors are imbalanced, and he is always right. Donna is pushing a stunt wealth. The Eleventh Doctor was a toy maker in his last episode. The first appearance of the toy maker came before Q in Star Trek Next Generation, did. and is a similar concept, a yes. trickster god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice to see Trinity Wells, the newsreader, back. Yes, yeah. I forgot Even about that. Even if she has gone conspiracy theorist. The toy maker kills the doctor with a big gun. I'm not 
A lot of fans seem confused by the bi-generation. To me, it is just another meeting of two doctors, with added Siamese Time Lord special effects. Yes. Yep. Uh, it might come in handy to have a spare doctor, in case the diversity of gender is not popular internationally. True. The 14th Doctor can take over the Sarah Jane role of defending the Earth. The Master is trapped inside a canine. There was a jukebox in the second <laughs> RTD story. There is one here, as RTD's homage to himself. Bye for now. Yes, uh, thank you, Ian. But uh, don't forget, not only have we had a bi-generation, we've got two TARDISes. So I suppose if the Doctor's TARDIS does disappear or get destroyed, he could always borrow tenants one, couldn't he? Well, the implication at the end of the last one as well, that, oh, he's already taken Rose to Mars and he took Mel back to New York for the Golden Age. Yeah. Like, he's not resting on his laurels. Nice. I suppose he wouldn't do, would he? Also, since since the uh, episode was broadcast, and even, like, a... It was a week ago that I recorded with their station Who. Uh, RTD has come out and said that there are no plans to have uh, Tenet at the moment in anything. At the moment. So, yeah, right, right. Yeah. People, people should not worry about that at the moment. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> adding the at the moment thing. He never yeah. said at the moment. Yeah. What we haven't spoken about, though, is the little um, sneaky peek, which uh, there's obviously a trailer going around of... Um, you know, oh, a lot of people Christmas hate special. that. I loved um, it. I, I don't think I feeling from from that that the, the Christmas special isn't going to be particularly good. But I well, it's a tradition for Doctor Who Christmas specials not to be particularly good. But I'm still looking forward to it, and I can't <laughs> wait to finally get uh, a full Shooty Gatwa episode of Doctor exactly. Who. We've waited so long, you wouldn't believe it. Um, and I noticed I said to Deb that you know the the the, the Companion, I can't remember a blimmin' name now. Um, Ruby. Anyway. Ruby Tuesday. Ah, yeah. Ruby Tuesday, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the actress Ruby who plays... Guy. Whatever. The actress who plays is... that I love the fact that the portrayal of this character is so miles away from the, the character she played in Coronation Street. Uh, I know she's an actress, but it's just nice that, that that seems to have happened. She seems like a really grounded, confident sort of character. So, looking forward to it. It does look rather fab. Um, and yeah, just hoping uh, she you. doesn't turn into a new rose. I would like to thank Disney Plus for having an interest in our. Oh, program. the rumors! The rumors. She's not going to be. Good. You trying to uh, put spoilers in? She's no, not going to be. Because they're just rumors. I'm not. I'm not even going to tell you what the rumors are. But mm. there are there are some interesting rumors out there. I like about it. Rose? rumors. That's why well, I say rumours get around when people are excited about the show. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, ten, I was kind of surprised uh, 10 years ago. Uh, I had, I, on our recording for Into the Dalek, I had heard a rumour that Courtney, Courtney Woods, was actually uh, Danny Pink's sister. Okay. <laughs> well, we do see that Danny, there is a relationship between Danny Pink and another character, isn't it, later on there in the series? Go. But yeah, I, I can't remember what it is. Uh, anyway, I, with that, right. And what, what Kirby just said was the rumor. I thought that was the actual thing. Okay. Right. So, who won uk? I have to do them this week. Is that who won dot co dot uk? On the live feed. There's nothing on the live feed. Um, uh, fair enough. 
because it's Christmas coming and people need to get their last minute Christmas presents from whoone.co.uk and of course Lavazi. And uh, the latest products, uh, the 60th anniversary specials. This is, I believe, a DVD. I still do DVDs. Um, Oh, yeah, we rely on them here. Apparently, these, these uh, episodes were made in 4K. I haven't seen them in 4K yet, but somebody said they looks a bit wibbly-wobbly. Some of the CGI looks a bit weird in 4K, but uh, uh, I think if, you, if you're clever enough with, with the iPlayer and you've got, like, a, a Fire Stick 4K, you can watch um, the, the episodes in 4K. Um, Cuckoo, which is a... Uh, oh, God, what is that? So it looks like the 12th Doctor... It says, uh, Jay Griffiths reads the original adventure of the 12th Doctor and Clara as played by, on TV, Peter Capaldi and Jenna Carman. Uh, it's like an e-book. No, sorry, as an audio book. Big button. Uh, the Romanoff Project, which is another audio book featuring the 13th Doctor. Liberation of the Daleks. It's like a comic book thingy featuring what looks like the 11th Doctor. Sorry, 10th or 14th. I don't know. That actually could be the 14th. Let's have a look. A new regeneration. Familiar face. Yeah, it's the 14th Doctor. Um, and Rose Illustrated. Um, hardback. Looks like a graphic novel version of Rose. Uh, Hootopia. There's a... Um, I suppose it's that Doctor who says the ultimate guide to the universe. BBC Books. So it's official. So There's quite a few nice little... Doctor Who fan type gifts in that uh, selection I just read out. Lavazi, of course, um, where you do need to sort of consider getting your Doctor Who fan loved one, especially if you maybe you've just got together and you think, oh, I've loved my Doctor Who fan uh, other half, uh, but they haven't got a fourth Doctor scarf. I know where I can get one from. It's Lavazi. But they also have their Christmas range. Uh, it's just slightly different from the original Christmas range, which the they got the the pullover. Remember to get three or four sizes above um, the, the side might two XL for me about three XL. Um, so yeah, the pullover, the scarf, the the bubble hat, and the other side of the scarf featuring snowmen and angels and whatnot. Really quite cool. Um, and of course the the traditional Doctor Who. Um, cosplay items as well which you can get if you want to do the seventh and fourth doctors and fifth if you want the pullover the cricket pullover and seventh uh, with the the sort of tank top question mark um thingy so yeah uh we love lavazi don't we everybody we do mini years um right doctor who news i'll see if, I, see if there is any so obviously um the time we do our next episode in the new year the Everybody would have digested the Christmas special, so we'll be talking about it much, much later than everybody else, but hey-ho is where it goes. Uh, right, Doctor Who News, the, ter- the church on Ruby Road uh, on BBC, on oh, sorry, on DVC and BBC Books, uh, Doctor Who Christmas special, the church it's on great Ruby Road. Christmas special on Christmas Day. Yeah, on Christmas Day is when it should be, it's great. Um, it's now available to pre-order on DVD and Blu-ray as a target novelisation. The church on Ruby Road will see the 15th Doctor, Shudi Gatwa, take control of the TARDIS and meet new companion Ruby Sunday, played by Millie Gibson. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. What do you all think of the new uh, TARDIS? I love it. Oh, I, I love it. it. It's so beautiful. It's the sort I of thing. I think I liked it better when, when uh, Shudi was in it and it turned golden rather than oh, did, that silver white. 
I didn't, I I like the white. Well, I white it can change one. to any color because of the LED lighting. I want it to be white. <laughs> I like it. I love the round bit things as well. Um, yeah, I love that card. Did, it's got, did, one, did you see the the uh, the joke picture I posted of the uh, third doctor in a little go kart on? No. In it. No. <laughs> I but, I posted it. I, where did I post that? I don't know, but uh, being a, a Lego builder myself, I, I'm not. Um, you know, I need an instruction uh, uh, instruction manual mainly, but um, it, it's very much a, a set that you could potentially put together in Lego, uh, and um, it looks so cool that that aspect of it. So maybe you know, come on, Lego, let's have some new Doctor Who stuff. Uh, right, Wild Blue, Blue Yonder seven day rating. Um, 7.14 million viewers. That's bloody good, um, according to um, the research board, Barb. The official rating includes those who recorded the program and watched it within a week. The rating made the episode ninth most watched program of British television for the week. The top rated show was Saturday broadcast. Um, of, sorry, I'll start that line again. The top rated show was Saturday broadcast of Strictly Come Dancing. However, unlike last week, Doctor Who had more viewers than the Sunday result show of Strictly Come Dancing, uh, possibly because there was no eviction this week. Oh, there you go. Um, I'm a celebrity occupied uh, positions two to eight. That's pretty Are cool, you? Actually. Um, yes, you're a celebrity. <laughs> Uh, the final episode, um, the giggle had an overnight rating of uh, 4.62 million. So we haven't actually got the final figures on that. Shooter Gatwa and Millie Gibson light up the London Eye. They pressed a button and lit it up, potentially for Crimbo. Um, Goblins, uh, top iTunes, the Goblins song written by Murray Gold and Russell T Davis has rocketed to the top of the UK iTunes charts on the day of release. The single is taken from the soundtrack of the 2023 Christmas special, The Church on Ruby Road, due to be broadcast on BBC One Christmas Day, as well as being available worldwide on Disney+. Plus. Cool. Uh, apparently what time, do, do we know the time is going to be broadcast? No. Um, well, it's probably in the TV books I haven't looked at yet. Uh, and, of course, I said about Lavazzi's uh, new uh, Christmas stuff. Uh, Lavazzi has released new Christmas uh, Doctor festive designs featuring weeping angels and great intelligence and stuff. And then the reviews of Giggle. Um, let's see, see what we've got here, if I can read it out quickly. Evening Standard, uh, social media satire, a killing spree uh, to the Spice Girls, and a Doctor literally coming apart at the seams. This was uh, genuinely brilliant and thrillingly unpredictable TV. Um, yes. What else we've got here? Uh, it has been a long time since Doctor Who has felt so exciting, this funny, uh, rich, uh, this camp, this smart, this scary, and well sublime. Shooting out to a uh, charismatic new Doctor who made his debut tonight suggests the future is bright for the sci-fi series. Collider. The giggle is Davis at his best. This episode is both terrifying and Don't hilarious. tell Mary that. Sorry? <laughs> Don't tell Mary that. <laughs> it's heart-pounding and emotional to watch the Doctor face his oldest adversary. It's not quite his oldest adversary, but never mind. While he fights to protect the people of Earth that he can't help but love despite never being able to say the words. A telegraph. This was always going to be a moving finale. It's marvellous to have Tennant back, and we may see him again, but 
as seen in that prolonged glimpse of Gatwa's new doctor, more exciting times really do seem to be afoot. Roll on Christmas Day! The Guardian. Mm -hmm. It was no surprise, though, that Neil Patrick Harris, that's that bloke that was in the Smurf films, by the way, um, was a scene-stealing romp, reveling in silly accents, close-up card magic, and imaginative cruelty. A den of Geek. Uh, the bursts of fury, the moments of melancholy, melancholy, the hugging, the brainy stuff. Shut up. Um, it, if this That's really fun. is the last time Tennant ever dons the skinny suit, these three <coughs> specials might be the most triumphant final appearance of any Doctor to date. Uh, and Games Radar says about Catherine Tate, Donna has also aged, but she's only grown warmer and wiser and more determined. A scene where she faces off against the toy maker's traps is laugh out loud funny. She flip, unflipper, unflappably deals with the monster in a wonderfully straightforward way. So there you go. There's lots of stuff on here. Yeah. Oh, I'll see what they mean about the, the way that uh, the toy maker looks in that little sort of preview. That way, he stands waving his hand in a sinister fashion. You can always tell it was him. Yes. Anyway. You don't understand. You don't understand? Oh. My Deb, people thought that that wasn't him. Deb, when, when the show ends, can you just get on the curb and help him to understand? <laughs> Stuff coming through on the live feed. We've got um, uh, Ian Kirk says 7pm Doctor Who Christmas Day. There you go. Lily and Robin, I'm watching on the live feed and I am nothing, eh? What does that mean? I'm watching on the live feed, I am nothing? I don't understand. You are not nothing. It's confusing me. Um, (laughs) I'm sure there was something else I was going to say. Nope, it's gone. So that's it then. Uh, so uh, we, we come to the point in which uh, the next thing is Christmas and New Year, for which, of course, uh, falls on, uh, well, both is Christmas Eve and then New Year's Eve. So it's not conducive to doing Doctor Who podcasts, I'm afraid. So we can't really return until the um, first Sunday of 2024. Where, that- oh. where we will be talking about the christmas special and uh, reviewing the next doctor who story are uh, robots of sherwood the robot uh, of sherwood oh be quiet originally titled, <laughs> it was originally titled robots of God, sherwood, don't give a tinker's cuss sherwood that sherwood thing of the robots i don't i'm not good with titles and names and stuff i'm going to call it robots of sherwood sherwood right robots of sherwood uh who's in charge kirby you are yes, well, shut up then um so <laughs> Hope everybody has a lovely festive season, enjoys the Christmas special, and uh, hope we it's not too long before we get the the. Uh, I just flipped series. over to the live oh, feed. Dear. There's more more comments. Well, a bit blimmin' late. Uh, oh, there are some more comments. Right, okay. Um, I've done that one. Lily and Robin, you said there's nothing on the live feed. No, uh, what I meant on the live there's no comments. No comments. Oh, now. <laughs> oh my God. Ian Kirk, no, 5.55, show sorry, 7pm is unleashed. Okay, well, thanks for that. that oh, that means it's going to be Right, okay, let's make this quite clear about the Doctor Who Christmas special. It's at 5.55 on Christmas Day. Uh, the Doctor Who Unleashed program is at 7pm. 5.55 um, in the morning? 
It's 7 p.m. in the morning. It's 17.55, I assume. Yes. 5.55. (laughs) Stupid thing to look up and say, as Deb would say. Uh, Right then. Uh, Terry Miles says... 12.55 for me. uh, Whatever. Terry Miles says, Linda and I send everybody season's greetings. See you in the new year. Well, I'm right back at you. So until then, thanks for um, supporting, uh, continuing to listen to the show over 2023. Um, I've only got 2024 and 2025 to go before I... I'll be 60 by then. I can I can hang up my uh, my microphone. Sure. Uh huh. Bye. Goodbye, fancy fans. Yeah, crazy. Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music.